So yeah, welcome back everybody to another uh, preposterous. And um, I guess I wanted to start off this one with um, this happened. How long ago did this happen? The whole that motherfucker is not real. That lady. Um, it was like two weeks ago or something. Ah, two weeks. I feel like a little longer than that. I want to say maybe a month. I don't know. Maybe oh. just maybe just maybe three weeks. Maybe three weeks. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. It, no. It's, it's yeah. Definitely longer. Like it was a little while ago. Yeah. It, it, it feels like it's it, it definitely died down. People aren't talking about it as much. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. Obviously, we didn't get. I think it must have happened in between this and um, the last episode. But I guess yeah, let's talk about the video first because the video is just like very like it just starts off like she's walking down the aisle and she's just pointing at someone at the back and she's obviously arguing with somebody that works on the flight. And she's just pointing out somebody that's in the back of the plane or that she was sitting near. And she said just that that person is not real. Um, and what, what stood out to me so much about the video was just how like haunting it is to say like, even though that's kind of weird, like it's just a video of a lady like freaking out on a plane. We've seen a bunch of those, but, um, I found it very haunting because it was just like, you can tell her reality is like broken in that moment. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you can tell like something just happened that like literally um, broke everything for her. Um, I was curious. I was thinking like, what if this is like the new UFO? Right. Right. What if it's not where it's not about the flying objects in the sky now? It's about them being among us, you know, walking around, living like normal people, I guess. And yeah, and that's a yeah, that's a classic um, like alien trope that's not as like highlighted as you like the classic UFO. Like that's where like Men in Black comes from and stuff like you know, aliens living among us, uh, weird, like, lizard people. Um, but, yeah, it could have been, like, a bunch of, like, a myriad of things that she saw on that plane. But, um, and then I saw, you know, we always talk shit about social media companies, um, you know, recommending stuff that's not on your feed. But I got to give them credit this time because this shit was not on my regular feed. But it was this um, Substack article from this uh, journalist, uh, Brie A. Dale. Yeah, Brie A. Dale. And she um, got a hold uh, through the Freedom of Information Act. Uh, she got a hold of the the police report. And so, like, everything that w- uh, happened, everything that was described. And she got the identity of the lady um who, like, ever since the whole video came out, it was like nobody could find shit on this lady that freaked out on the plane. But she's this um, 38-year-old woman, uh, Tiffany Gomez, from Texas. Uh, and wasn't this, uh, like, a flight from Florida to Texas or something like that? Yeah, it was Florida to Texas. I believe she's from Dallas, um, was what I could find. I was, bro, I really was trying to dig into more onto this woman. Like, you, you found way more than I did, bro. Like, when you sent me that pic, uh, with like her name and all that stuff on it, like, I was, I was struggling to even find that. Um, yeah, that's in the article. Um, I guess this, uh, this journalist, uh, cause this is a Substack article she posted this on. I think she works for the Daily Wire. But, uh, yeah, she called up. This journalist called up, I guess, the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport Police, and she requested – she made a formal inquiry through the Freedom of Information Act, um, and, and they gave up the police report, um, and she also found – and then, yeah, she did a background check because uh, the police report has the woman's name on it, and then she did a background check and found a whole bunch of stuff on the woman. And she reached out to Tiffany, who was the lady on the plane, 
but there's been like complete radio silence from this woman, which um, makes sense now because in the police report now we know she's being charged with trespassing because her boarding pass was revoked because of her behavior on the plane. So now they're like uh, charging her with trespassing. Oh, which which is wild. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, I wasn't there. I didn't. I don't know the whole situation, but that's crazy as hell. Like, bro, I had a whole ticket to this plane, and now y'all charging me with trespassing. Right, right. I mean, I'm sure she probably didn't take that flight back, so the money she used on that plane ticket was a waste. Yeah. Um, I didn't know until I read this article too that because of her freakout on the plane, they had to deplane the flight and basically put everybody else like on different flights yeah i heard that the flight was delayed like two hours or something like that um there was one uh celebrity that was on that flight the comedian carrot top he posted something about it um he didn't really say like what he saw or necessarily what he believed happened but he did call it a stunt, so I guess that pretty much gives it away how he felt about it. Um, right. But I was pretty much just like you when I first saw it. I thought it was pretty, um, you know, pretty startling at first. It's like it's kind of disturbing to see some woman on a plane freak out that way. It the the freak out seemed genuine to me. And it's weird because when I tried to dig into it more to see if maybe there was other footage from other passengers, the only thing that I could find on this, like especially around YouTube, was like video breakdowns from body analysts and stuff like that. People that are like criminal interrogators and they are really good at reading body language. And a lot of them were trying to say that they had reason to believe that she wasn't scared or traumatized. She was angry or that, I don't know, she was putting on an act. Um, and that goes into like the early reports. People were saying like, oh, well, they said she had a few drinks before she got on the plane. And that's why she was acting like that. Like, it's it's really strange to me, though, how that's like the early reports were about that. I didn't have her name until you sent me the pic mm-hmm. um, with all that info on it. Nobody knew her name, but everybody knew she had a drink before she got on the flight. Like it was so strange to me, like, okay, whatever. It just like, that was one of those things that I sort of brushed off. Like, whatever, this is like what they tell people to say to sort of get them to think, Oh, she's just overreacting. There really was nothing there. And there could have been nothing there, you know, but the weird, the weirdest thing about all of it to me is, like you said, the radio silence on her end. Like, why has nobody sat down with this woman to interview her to get her side of things? Why, why are we not able to hear anything from her about it all? Is it well, her choice? Uh, just to like reemphasize, this journalist that posted all this stuff that got this information, she did say she reached out to her, but she has not gotten like. Through the background check, she was able to get her phone number and her email, and she hasn't been able to get anything back from the woman. But she said that makes sense because if she's currently being charged with something, it's like it's like the Andrew Tate stuff. Like Andrew Tate can only uh, say so. Wanna, it can hurt your case. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get and that. and she found out she's like big, like big time in the marketing business these days. Um, like she works for a company that I think is like works for Microsoft and shit like that. So she's like a heavy hitter in her industry. And now she's like implicated in all this stuff. So I can understand the silence on her part, but it was so crazy how this was the biggest thing for a couple weeks there. And there's just like, people did not know this woman's name. Like I, you know, I got lucky. I opened up Twitter one day and I just like, it was in the for you section and this article popped up and I was like, Whoa, like I had no idea that this stuff was out there. Yeah. It just leaves me wondering, man, like if we ever hear her side of the story, what she might say. Oh what, yeah. What then, like I see that wasn't I was super real. curious. And then, yeah, like, um, 
I don't know. It's like the stuff out of nightmares. You know what I mean? Like you could easily like go to sleep tonight and have a dream. Like you get on a plane and there's like a person next to you, like this mysterious man in a hat. You never see his face. He's just like, you know, it's just like weird, creepy nightmare stuff. Um, yeah. Definitely like X-Files, you know, type stuff. And yeah, the video, like I've only watched the video like twice. Cause like every time it like freaked me out. Cause I could tell she just saw something that like, it was the way she was behaving, man. Like yeah. you could Very tell erratic. she, you could tell she did not want to go back to where she just was. Yeah. I, um, I was honestly surprised she wasn't like really fighting harder to get off the plane. Cause she seemed like she was really startled, whatever it was she saw. And I yeah. think the first time I even heard about it was like, the first time I watched the video, this dude was like, this woman saw a shapeshifter on a plane. And I'm like, a shapeshifter, bro? Like, what? What are we talking about? Like, it's always like a reptilian or a skinwalker. Like, that's always what everyone's prediction is. But my first thought was like, man, was it like an alien or something? Like, I saw yeah. some people say, like, was it? like some sort of NPC or whatever. Like, you know, there's just no telling what it could have been. It could have been somebody like glitched out in the back of the plane. We've seen, we've seen plenty of that lately. A lot of stuff glitching here and there. Um, yeah. Well, so and just, then um, on the police report, it said that she made comments that the plane uh, wasn't going to reach its destination. And that's why they had to take everybody off the flight. Oh man, she caused the she was causing a mass panic. I know other passengers were probably like, maybe we should get off this. But like, if I'm if like I'm on the plane and somebody, yeah, if I'm on a plane and somebody says that, I'm like, yeah, no, we're we're booking <laughs> another flight, bro. I'm out. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, can we take the later one? Is there one in a couple hours, maybe? <laughs> yeah, hell no, man. I don't care if it has like a 14 hour uh, layover in Atlanta. We're doing it. Yeah, no, for real. It's going to be, oh, it's going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds and if it be, if it sort of makes its way back into the spotlight. I feel like stuff like this usually doesn't. They like it, it, it won't make its way back into the spotlight. It'll just be this thing we'll have to keep digging for, um, you know, like behind the scenes sort of stuff. But, Man, I can't say I'm not excited to hear what she's got to say because I'm sure eventually she's going to say something. Yeah. Um. I just Googled her name. Let me see. An Instagram account popped up. And it's her, but it's a private account. That's crazy. Man, so you're saying while I'm in Austin, I should consider going to Dallas? <laughs> Knock on her door. Uh, yeah, I just and I clicked on a, a Twitter account. It says account suspended. Wow, why is that? See that just stuff like that makes me wonder. Like, are is there a certain group of people that might be concerned about what she might say? You know, like little stuff like that. It always makes the inner conspiracy theorist in me go wild. Oh, yeah, no, this whole thing, like, especially with, like, the, just nobody not having any information on her immediately, and then, um, yeah, there's always, like, the scrubbing of the social media accounts, and then, yeah, it was just, like, yeah, man, that, that, that whole thing freaked me out, and then, um, yeah, and then I was just like, what if this is, like, the new thing? Like, let's say in, like, three months, like, some dude at an NBA game just fucking flips out. and He's like, nobody go to Section 213. The motherfucker's not real in there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what if yeah. this is, like, the new thing? <laughs> and the fact that there's only one angle, like, that nobody else pulled their phone out, that's what I'm saying. We know how thirsty society is to capture a viral moment. So I just don't understand why there's not like apparently there are other angles but people started recording too late or um, And I'm looking at a screenshot 
And there's the in the bottom corner, there's a uh, somebody holding their phone like in landscape mode, I guess. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, and it's like, bro, you got your phone right there. You're not gonna like pull it out and record. Even though, like, I always think that stuff is crude as hell, but, I mean, like, I know that people do that shit, like. Right. I mean, like, like I said, we we know how we know how thirsty people are to capture a viral moment, to be that person that recorded, right. you know, this specific moment that blew up for millions of views, you know, that, like, people people crave that stuff nowadays. So I'm just surprised we haven't seen at least another angle you know, as good as the the one in the main video that everyone's watching. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there were plenty of people on that. Like, there were no empty seats on that plane. That plane was full. So, I don't know, man. It's wild. I wonder if anybody's, like, tweeted and complained about it or some shit. I'll look it up. I'm, I already, I just started recording. Like this, fuck it. This is the podcast. <laughs> Honestly, bro. Like if it's going to keep doing it, like I'm just going to. No, gonna, bro. As hard as we've tried, the fact that it didn't record any of that, uh, oh my God. discussion we had the other day, it's hurtful. Oh. Yeah, no, fuck. That was bogus as hell. Oh, uh, bro. Fucking, uh, Bronnie James, bro. That shit. Though. Nah, bro, and it's that's bugged and out, it's, and it's wild because you know what I'm, you know what I'm feeling like we're seeing play out in real time. Um, you know how RFK talked about, you know, when they started pushing those vaccines to kids, mm-hmm. you know, that's when you started seeing, um, you know the the rise, the increase in like autistic babies, like you saw that number jump, right. I feel like we're literally seeing, like, bro, they've already named, we already know of the negative side effects of this vaccine. You know, if you happen to be one of those people that suffers from, like, blood clots or something like that, like, that's, like, we, like, just two days ago, Marquise Goodwin in the blood clots came out. Yesterday, Mm -hmm. um, there was a, I can't think of her name. Something Kelly. Uh, Tori, Tori Kelly. I was Tori just looking. Kelly. She's bro. 30 years old. And she, uh, yeah. Bro, like, what is going severe on? Severe blood clots. But, yeah, the blood clot thing has something, has been something I've heard about for a while now, man. Yeah, well, I remember. With the Vax. Um, yeah, I remember, like, early stages Johnson & Johnson Vax. That was one of the problems. Yeah. Like, I remember that was that was one of the issues and why they pulled it. Um, it's just, bro, like, I... I was trying to talk about it earlier with someone and it's like the moment I said, you know, people like to say this vaccine <laughs> is safe. And I like, I like kind of threw it out there and they like immediately just resisted the idea of it being the vaccine. But I'm just yeah. like, but like, look at all these, all these people, these, we're talking about professional athletes here. Bronny's not a professional yet, but he's competed at a high level for his entire life, bro. He's well, in shape. Don't like, think there's uh, no reason for him to be suffering from something like this. Don't they get paid now? In the uh, yeah, they S- do now. They do in, in the NCAA. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what sort of sponsors he's been able to get at USC just yet because I know right. he just recently committed, but. I'm sure he's getting something. Well, I've seen him in commercials here and there. So right, considering who he is, but um, yeah, and he's and he's a part of Phase Clan. Like, come on, bro, bro. Like, and um, then when uh, so I tweeted out the story, the ESPN like Bronny is stable and he's out of the ICU. But I said when random soccer players are when random soccer players in Lithuania are collapsing, nobody cares. I said, now let's see what people think about quote unquote healthcare and the youth now. Yeah, yeah. Cause for bro, for five like three years now, bro. I remember when it was like a soccer player a day. Yep. Just you would see from like those like small, you would see it from like small outlets in like Europe reporting on it, but you would never see like the big time. Cause yeah, no, cause it's just like. Why would the big mainstream media report on that stuff? 
Yeah. I mean, it's no different than uh, the DeMar Hamlin issue. Oh, yeah. We still don't know why he collapsed. Exactly. They know why, but they won't they won't disclose it. He's been asked, you know, before and he said, you know, he doesn't want to disclose it. So, I mean, uh, whatever, bro. You know, that just that's just answering the question without answering the question. Like, pretty when you say stuff like that, we know, okay, well, it's probably linked to the Vex. Okay. You know, and, and this is a guy that, I mean, he just collapsed on the football field. Like, I know football is a dangerous game and, you know, it could happen any play. But still, man, you just don't see somebody get no, not like making that. a tackle and collapse the way he did. No, and then uh, I know a reporter, like a soccer reporter, collapsed on the field the other day. A soccer reporter. Yeah, I just oh, man, I'm over here trying to. Okay, ES, yeah, up. ESPN analyst collapses during live broadcast. Yeah, his name was uh, Shaka Hislop. Uh, That's crazy, man. Yeah, I seen the clip and stuff around, but I never really like looked into it. Uh, this was, I mean, can you just imagine, bro, you're just doing your job, you're at work, whatever, you know, he's not even, he doesn't even do anything that anyone would really call physically demanding. And I mean, you're just collapsing. Nah, I'm and every time it does it, I'm just gonna. I already pressed record, and then I'm just gonna splice these together. Like, okay, s- screw it, man. Yeah, yeah. It's the, we're gonna, it's the early while, days, man. Yeah, and while while I'm while I'm away, I'm, we'll we'll get an alternative. We'll get it figured out. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll do like a try to do like a one of those like go on their website and find like a support email or something and see if I can get in touch with them and tell them like hey man like I'm trying to use your service <laughs> you know your shit's fucking up you know I'm trying to publish a podcast through your service so um, it's just yeah. it's like it's Spotify that's why I'm so surprised like damn yeah you think they'd be on their shit yeah um but who knows it could be any number of things um but yeah no I mean uh, that that it's just like yeah like so I saw a tweet from that Peter Hotez guy. Yeah, yeah I saw I saw you quote tweet him with the with the KD pick. Yeah, yeah, bro. When he was like, not to be a Debbie Downer, but anyone worried about a post Barbie box office COVID bump or post Oppie talking about Oppenheimer, we'll probably never know. Since no one seems to be keeping track of things and such things anymore, keep up with your boosters and find a pink N95 or KN95 if you can. Bro, it's July. He said that on July 23rd, 2023. This is somebody who's made tons of money off of, like, you know, being a spokesperson for COVID, basically. Yeah, you think he saw the uh, box office numbers for both of those movies and was like, ah, I could dip in, cash in on this here. Yeah, Tell oh, yeah, to absolutely. go buy some masks, absolutely. watch them, make them afraid of something that you don't need to be afraid of anymore. Absolutely. I saw um, just, I think it was yesterday, maybe two days ago, uh, Ed Boone. You know who Ed Boone is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he posted a picture of a COVID test. Um, and I'm just like, man, like, I guess it's really still a thing, but it's, it's been so non-existent for me really for the past, honestly, I want to say since the year started, I feel like all the little rules and regulations went away and we're allowed to just be free Uh and not have to worry about masking up or anything like that. People are outside. People are active, you know, and then it's like it's the middle of the summer, too. Like, what are you? Bro, didn't they hype up? Remember summer of 2020 when they were like, oh, the heat is going to kill the virus. It's going to be okay." Like, you remember that? I I remember that like vividly. And and now, um, you know, as hyped up as global warming is, as hot as this summer has been already, 
and he's really trying to <laughs> I don't know, bro. That's hilarious that Hotez said that. That's Yeah. I'll never he forget Joe Rogan like, to school him again. I yeah, I'll never forget that first time he went on Joe Rogan and he was like, Yeah, I don't really take any vitamins, I don't really work out, but you should take vaccines. Yeah. Like, okay. Nah. Man. Yeah. Makes no sense. And he was talking about like, oh yeah, I eat junk food all the time. Like, okay, bro. Sure. Yeah, and you can tell. I mean, hey, I'm a big dude, but I'm not out here trying to tell people how to live their life. <laughs> I'm not telling people. I'm not giving health advice to anybody uh, mm-hmm. looking like that dude. So it's just, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's kind of weird to see that still in 2023. Um, highly doubt it'll be around after this next election. There will be uh, very few people talking about COVID. Do you think if they call for lockdowns again, like, do you think a majority of people, uh, like, what do you think the majority of people will do? Do you think they'll comply or? As much as I wish everybody was a real American, I feel yeah. like a lot of people are pussies and they won't. <laughs> no, nah, actually, that's that's false. I take that back. January 6th is the perfect example of what will happen if they try to enforce more lockdowns. I guarantee it. It might not be as extreme, but you'll see people being like, no, like there will be there. I'll say this. Petty arrest numbers will go up because there will be people out about trying to carry on like they were before, you know, the uh, the lockdowns came on. Mm -hmm. I guarantee it. Yeah, man. Yeah, because I heard about this new thing. Um, Mer- let me type it in MERS Cove. Because MERS is like a, you know, uh, it's the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. I just looked it up. It's like, I remember MERS was like in the 2000s, maybe early 2010s. Yeah. And it was just like this respiratory virus in the Middle East. I know it's deadlier, but like the it doesn't spread the same way COVID does, like COVID nineteen. But yeah, they started calling it in the there's just like this news report recently, MERS Cove, and it's like dog, it's fucking MERS, but they want to put that COV on the end to like stoke up fear. To like, yeah, that's <laughs> they're so corny, bro. Oh, yeah. they're so corny, man. Yeah, and I know, like, MERS is like, if you get that, it's like, man, flip a coin. But it just doesn't spread the same way COVID does. COVID is like, man, everybody got that shit. Yeah, I'm, I mean, come on now. You either had to and you either got it and didn't realize it or, you know. Or you ha- obviously had it. Depending yeah. on how you are physically. Yeah. More often than not, you were ha- dealing with a rough couple of days and then you were good. Yeah, bro. I swear this recording is like it's gonna last and it's gonna be continuous because we're like don't have anything important to talk about. <laughs> the moment I, we jump on something, you want me to a? Did you uh? Did you read into that uh? Carly Russell chick at all? No, I never did because I wanted it to be a surprise ah, bro. on the pot. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I just wanted nah, you to bring okay. it up. And I, I had a feeling that you'd do that because I really so I really went out of my way to like make sure I took some some good notes to read off exactly what right. happened in this insane story. So um, this chick in Alabama, uh, this black chick, I have no idea how old she is. Um, I'm going to assume she's like. Around our age, I say somewhere between 25 to 33, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, but so she supposedly pulled over on the side of the highway because she saw a toddler alone, no adults. She called 911 and then suddenly goes missing. She yells, goes, and then goes missing during this 911 call. So the police go to the scene, her vehicle's there. Um, her phone's left there, her wig's left there, her wallet. Um, and what else, uh, what else did they say? 
Um, I mean, it was nothing really, nothing really important about that, but she left all her stuff there. Um, so people. And how recent search. was this? This, I mean, honestly, this is really recent, bro. Like, oh, the, okay. I'll say the final, like, almost, well, not the final, but, um, the most recent update from the police department that headed this investigation posted something. Well, they, they, had a uh, press conference like maybe five days ago. Mm-hmm. I say sometime between five to seven days ago. So it's it's pretty recent. But so this chick goes missing and she was gone for forty eight hours, right? Mm-hmm. Just miraculously comes home, walks through the front door, claims the people that abducted her just dropped her off or whatever. Um, but you know, while she was gone, her family made like TikToks about it and that's why it went viral. Um and they were saying like like her brother was saying like this this should have been a big news story after the first twenty four hours and it it hasn't been because she's a black woman. You know, they played the whole race thing up. Um and then that resorted to people on social media um, you know, doing the same thing. Anybody mm-hmm. that felt like the story was a little fishy um, got called a racist. Um, oh wow! Just because she was a black woman, it was really crazy, bro. Like I can read some of the tweets um, of what people are were saying, but um, so while she was, so I guess the police in their most recent press conference revealed that she had some strange searches on her cell phone before she went missing, and I guess they were able to just discover that with no problem, bro. She, she was like, she was reading you? up on like Tower Seven. <laughs> nah. She googled how to steal cash from a register and not get caught. She googled the movie Taken, and she oh. googled, "Are you charged for an Amber Alert?" So the police from the very beginning felt like it was all fishy, bro. Like it didn't make sense. So. Yeah. I guess while she was gone, she was staying at a hotel up the road. Um, she had bought a, they found out she bought a bus ticket to Nashville. Um, also before she did this little disappearing act. Um, the, the saddest part of this story to me though is there's a woman, um, oh, what's her name? So her name was this woman, Angela Harris, right? She lives in Alabama. She was just, she's just a normal civilian. She like basically led the search team for Carly Russell. And you want to know why this woman was so like passionate about this missing woman? She had a younger daughter that went missing that was actually abducted four years ago. And she died. They found her body. Like she never, there was no surviving. So this mother, this, this innocent woman that thinks this story is real, probably didn't doubt it for a second, went looking for this young black woman. And now it's coming out that it was all basically a hoax. Um, there's a really crazy story that I found out. Um, I took screenshots of it. It was about her, her boyfriend, apparently, because apparently the boyfriend is pressing charges okay so her boyfriend is no see the boyfriend is filing a restraining order against her and her family right Uh Uh, so he received a text while she was missing saying hope you enjoy carly's body scattered across the road what he received that text right what the fuck bro they found out that the text came from the same location where she was staying in the hotel, bro. Same IP address and everything. She, like, ordered food on Instacart from that same location. Like, bro, she, her plan was terrible. All of it. Terrible. This is, like, the most dog shit hoax ever, bro. I have no idea. No idea how... Um, you know, 
how anybody could think of something like this and think, yeah, I'm good. I got all my ends covered. They're really going to believe everything. Like, it's just, bro, it's just, it's sad. And then I got, like, I got screenshots of some of these texts because, or not texts, but tweets. Because even after it came out that. Oh, they still defended it. Bro, yes. And that's how, that's how I found out about the story. Because I had, you know, women that I was mutuals with sharing stuff that was still in support of this woman despite what happened and i didn't even know the full story so that's when i looked into the full story right um so there there's a woman here it says she said from the cradle to the grave there is no humanity for black women no room for mistakes no graciousness and perfection immediate vilification in our in our errors there is no, there's not one moment where our personhood can exist, not even in relief of it not being stolen. Hashtag Carly Russell. That's what she Bro. said. Oh, what the fuck? Bro, and that's then, like, that's like when Charlemagne, that's like when somebody brought up that like, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse like killed like a, a serial like pedophile. Yeah. And, and Charlemagne was like, Man, they they do that to black people all the time. Always, you know, putting out the criminal, <laughs> putting out the criminal record and shit. And I was like, bro, what are you talking about? Right, bro. Like, why are you defending a serial pedophile? It makes no sense. Um, no, there's a listen to this tweet. This tweet's even funnier. Um, please stop demanding what happened to Carly Russell. Uh, or no, let me hold on. Hold on. Yeah, please stop demanding what happened to Carly Russell. The appetite for trauma porn for black people is disturbing from images of our bodies posted repeatedly following violent death to our children in great distress. Give us peace and privacy as you do Carol Ann and them. That's literally what they said. Carol Ann and them. I guess <laughs> that's like a generic white person name they came up with. But it's like, bro, why are we defending that? Like, this is a crime. Like, yeah, she's, she's like probably made up a whole serious legal time. Because not only were they looking for her, but they were trying to figure out who the missing baby was that she apparently saw walking around the road. You know, like, oh, man. like yeah, everything, no, everything was bogus. I feel like she got high one day. She sat and watched like, <laughs> a, like Taken or some sort of, um, you know, abduction movie. And she thought like, yeah. Oh, bet it up. That's the one. I can do this, too. And I, like, I just, I don't understand what she thought she, like, what did they stay in the game? She was only gone for 48 hours. Like, that wasn't enough time for them to get any money or anything like that to, like, search, you know, like, some sort of fundraiser or anything. Like, there's no... (laughs) I just, bro, I'm not understanding. What is she... Did she just want a weekend off of work? Like, what was the plan here? What was the motive? Find that call and kept me on the one that we were on before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, no, no, but that that story you were saying, like, that took a turn. Like, I thought this was gonna be like some real missing person thing that was nah, like no. shady as hell, and then like it's a whole hoax. All fake, and then it just and then I don't know, I guess moral of the story to me is there's just no accountability from from women, bro. Like women are we're we're still gonna defend this. Like we're still gonna defend this woman, even though we know she's in the wrong. It's so weird to me. So strange. And honestly, what's so weird about like things nowadays is like people uh willingly sacrificing their principles and consistency for their side yeah you know like oh my side did this well it's okay yeah Um, did you hear about obama's chef did you hear about that story that's wild man Mm, no i heard about the dead i heard about the dead paddle border that they found so let me let me just click on like the first article that comes up. Oh yeah, oh so the headlines are like the New York Times. Obama family chef dies 
while paddleboarding on Martha's Vineyard, which is where they live. The, you know, the big rich neighborhood in Massachusetts. Yeah. His name was Safari Campbell. He was a sous chef at the White House during the Obama administration and stayed on with the family when they moved to private life. I believe, um, I mean, I believe he was a black man. Uh, I think I saw pictures earlier. Yeah, he was 45 years old. Forty-five, yeah. chef. Yeah, but uh, what's it called? Yeah, no. And then you know the internet is like, I mean, well, a certain section of the internet is like you know conspiracy theory, and then a bunch of you know a bunch of stuff has been said about Obama recently, which me and you have talked about, which you know, yeah, makes this whole thing like um. It looks a little crazy, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, the um, I think the craziest thing, the craziest uh, little revelation is the is the fact that he could be uh, related to Bush. Uh oh. Uh, to, to George oh, W. Oh, Barack. Yeah, that's the craziest thing that uh. That I've heard about him recently. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and then um, so I did try to look it up, and there are outlets, like small outlets, talking about um, Malik Obama. Malik Obama is Obama's half brother, and how he tweeted the other day that Obama is definitely gay, but the tweet's been taken down. Oh, this so this tweet was recent. This was like July 17th or something like that. Oh, wow. I thought, no, I thought this was like. Here, uh, somebody, I got a, I got a screenshot of it. Years ago when he was in office or before he was in office. Here, no, I'll send you the screenshot because Obama put out a statement about Florida. I believe it was about Florida and their something with education. Um, And Obama said something about LGBT. LGBTQ plus literature and Malik Obama tweeted he tweeted out a picture of the statement and his caption was this man is definitely gay and then I, you know, <laughs> I sent you the 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 like the screenshot of the whole thing so but yeah man like uh, uh man, and then there's that good. video clip you sent me of that dude talking about um performing oral sex on Obama yeah I don't know who that guy was or anything, but yeah, no. Now there's all this stuff coming out about Obama, and now there's this, you know, young. <laughs> I'll lean into it for the sake of conversation, but this, you know, this young, attractive chef around the house. Um. So yeah, man, that's it's it's. it's I mean, honestly, that's a wild story. I mean, what is the chef doing, like paddleboarding around the house? And then he drowns. Yeah, for real, what is he doing, Powder? Yeah, I mean, it it seems like something he probably did often. Like, yeah. And I was watching uh, uh, Patrick Bet David's podcast today, and they were showing how this dude posted a video, I think, on his Instagram of him like learning how to swim. And they were like, man, this guy knows how to swim, bro. Like, why is he <laughs> like? They were having fun with it. But they were still like, you know, it sucks that, you know, it's crazy that this guy died. Yeah, man, we'll never know the truth. Oh, hell no. We'll but never know um, the truth. it's it's not going to come out um, unless somebody like like Donnie gets uh, reelected. <laughs> probably he'd, probably go, he'd probably go out of his way to try to reveal what happened. Bro, but, that uh, the Obamas bought that. Martha's Vineyard property, it's 30 acres. They bought it for $11.75 million. Now, the president only makes 400k a year, and Obama was president for eight years. So let me do 400 times eight, and it is not... 11.75 million. <laughs> you know, that he would, probably sold a few glizzies on his way, on his way to that 11.7. Um, 
He's probably sold a few hot dogs. You never know, man. I, uh, (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's only $3.2 million that Obama, 400,000 in eight years. And I'm sure if you, well, I mean, we know where he got that money from. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, all these people, they do, uh, what they call speaking engagements. Like the, the Clintons are famous for, Oh yeah, I'm gonna do um you know, a speaking engagement behind closed doors for a bunch of bankers for five hundred million dollars. You know, it's just like <laughs> and yeah, that type of I didn't know that though. That's like in this article, this New York Times article. I didn't know it was eleven point seven five. That's crazy. But I remember when Obama got out of office and he was like uh he was like water skiing with, uh, what's that guy? He owns that company called Virgin. Really rich guy. He's like one of those dudes that's like travel to space. Travel uh, to space. Oh, you're talking about when, uh, Richard Branson. Yeah, Richard Branson, super rich guy. I'm trying to think of who just went to space. Bezos. Bezos just went to space. Now, I remember there was stuff about Richard Branson like 10 years ago. Like he's got he's selling tickets to like rich people for like when the planet explodes. They can just here's your ticket to Mars. Because his like he like runs like Virgin. They have like planes and shit. So, Man, would you take that? Would you take that offer? Shit, man. Tax the hell out of you for that plane ticket, man. That plane ticket is probably going to live on Mars. I mean, what are they going to do, bro? We would basically have to start life all the way over if we had to go live on Mars. We, Fuck yeah. The only, start the, only, the only poor people they're bringing to Mars is the ones that are going to build everything. The the poor people that they that get to go to Mars that, oh, yeah, this is great. We're getting, you know, so lucky. No, you're going to have to fucking build the conveyor belt <laughs> that carries everybody to the bathroom. It's going to be ancient Egypt all over again. Man. Yeah, it says this guy's worth $3.1 billion. 73 years old. That's crazy, man. Oh, three. He's going to tap out soon. <laughs> Unless he's got money, though. You know, I, I know they got those, vamp- those vampire connections, too. Um, I saw something earlier about... Um, I think I saw Tim Pool talking about it on Twitter, like, but like old uh, old yogis in like India that live to two hundred. Because somebody posted about this um, native man who lived to like one hundred and thirty five, but it's so hard to prove because I think the picture of him is like from the early like early days of photography. So he's like from he was born in like the early eighteen hundreds. And he looks like, bro, he he looks like he's like the thing from like he's so <laughs> he's so wrinkly. Like he's uh, so yeah, bro. I would want to be like you would look like an alien or something, bro. Like, why do you want to look like a shriveled up rag? You know? Yeah. Every time no I go time. on Twitter now, it's like the X thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. Is it for real? When you go on the desktop, yeah, it's like the the website is X. I mean, it's still Twitter.com. Is he serious I, about this, bro? He's really going to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I'm pretty sure that was the plan from day one to rebrand Twitter. Because it's not – he. yeah, I, I found the post. I'll uh, – Listen to this. This literally just got retweeted by Pat McAfee. It was tweeted by Latest in Space seven hours ago. The U.S. government is holding a public hearing on UFOs tomorrow, July yeah. 26th. Yeah, it will it, uh, include that day- testimony from former military and intelligence personnel. So we're yeah, getting that, ready for Project Bluebeam. That David uh, David Grush, he should be one of the witnesses testifying tomorrow. So we're getting yeah. we're we're getting closer to Project Bluebeam. I see. <laughs> closer and closer. I just hope. <laughs> If Jesus shows up to that meeting, everybody just don't believe it, please. Don't believe it. No, yeah. But um, I don't think it's going to be Jesus, though. 
Um, it'll be Barbie. It'll be like a, a, a 35 foot tall Barbie. <laughs> so Greta Gerwig is a prophet. The did you see the Barbie? Did you see? Did you see the the link I sent you? Which one? Uh, I just texted you like the link about that. Um, really old Indian man, uh, white wolf. There's a picture oh. of him. Ah, oh, yeah, bro. Come on, man. Yeah, the claim is that he lived to be 137. And it's like, why? Why would you want to be 137, bro? I just don't understand. I, bro, that is, that's nuts. 137? Yeah. You're like a Jedi. You live to be that old. What did you eat? Where did he live? It's probably Minnesota? Yeah. No way. But yeah, and then I saw Tim Pool replied to that, and he was talking about how he knew somebody who claimed that yogis in India like can be like 200 years old. And then he posted a study about like caloric, uh, which is like calories, caloric deprivation, and how it extends the lifespan. And he's like, well, it kind of makes sense. Like if these guys just meditate and barely eat, and there's something to the the science of caloric deprivation for longevity. I guess somebody, I mean, it's a science I've never really, like, looked into. But that's crazy, like, if somebody could be, like, 200. Yeah, that's wild, bro. Could you imagine living to see 200 years on this planet? How just how much the world would change? Oh, my God. 200 years, man. You'd be like, back in my day, people would be like, what? Boy, (laughs) you better get out of here with that. It'll be like that soon, though, when uh, when everything turns into altered carbon and people are buying sleeves to to continue living. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, you you thought the whole like Elon Musk and like X dot com was a joke, bro? He's always trolling, bro. Uh, Elon no, is no, a troll. Nah, the X is definitely like a real thing. I've always been like super skeptical on it because he like it's basically like the chinese like he wants to i want to look it up because i want to remember what it's called weibo wechat it's called wechat i don't know why we called it like weibo yeah it's called wechat it's like they basically it's everything like you do your banking on there you talk to your family friends post stuff and my thing is like I I would rather trust him with that stuff than uh than Zuck. Which is why I'm like not dying to get on threads. I still haven't created an account. Yeah, I just made one to check it out and like cuz it was just like, oh, you just port your Instagram. Um but it's such a terrible app. Like it's just like you you can follow whatever you want, but they're not going to show it on the timeline. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like every time I would open that, I haven't opened that app in like three weeks. You would open the app and it would be like fucking Paris Hilton. I'm just like, bro, like, come on. So yeah, people only uh, signed up for it because it's it's the cool and popular thing to do to uh, yeah. hate on Elon and Twitter now. Yeah. So um, all they needed was an alternative. Yeah, but Twitter is going to remain like the, you know, the the public square, like no matter. Like, I don't care what it, the foundation and the infrastructure is just like it's like Netflix or, yeah. you know, Kleenex. Like you're, it's going to be very hard. Coca-Cola, it's going to be very hard to like knock down that pillar. So people just got to get over it. I don't even know, like, what the big deal is about, like, hating Elon. Like, what are people... I've never, like, I've been on Twitter for, like, a month since being off for a while. And just, like, I haven't seen any difference. It's I mean, you can say... You could definitely say more. And there's definitely, like, a lot more accurate fact-checking. But I haven't seen, like, a big, like, hateful... um, If... You happen to agree with anybody that's right wing or conservative or 
Republican, whatever label you want to put on it. Mm-hmm. If you happen to agree with just one thing any of those people have to say, they cast you out, bro. <laughs> that's, literally, yeah. that's literally it. That's the only reason why people hate Elon. They can't think that and he's rich and people, people yeah. who, I don't know, people who are lazy and have given up on achieving wealth themselves hate rich people. I don't like, I really don't even know what to call the people that hate rich people like they do. I, I've, I've seen some pretty ridiculous claims the past, I'd say four years, um, just in regards to people who are the 1%, like, you know, the Elons of the world, the, uh, the, the Jeff Bezos, um, you know, well, people like, well, I never get so it. It's like, money. like when people say like, but do, like, how do you think they accumulated all that wealth from being nice? And I'm like, you mean like by offering goods and services for money? Yeah, like, I'm so like all I'm so Jeff confused. Bezos did was sell books and then eventually a toothbrush to you for like the longest. And then, I mean, even my thing is like, if those people were, were, weren't treated fairly as employees, it's their right to quit. If they stay there and continue to take money for the way they're being treated, they've obviously accepted, you know. Yeah. That's that's how things are going to be, and that's what they can – that's all they can do. Like, come on, bro. I hate people that complain about how bad – oh, I heard people are treated terribly at Amazon. Bro, they choose to work there. I don't know what to tell you. Like, there are other yeah. places hiring always, so you can always go work somewhere else. No, that's a big facts, man. But, um, and like, I'm, you know, I'm just as like anti-corporation as any fucking lefty is, but it's just like, it's a whole, like, corporations are supposed to be greedy. It's the whole system that's broken. It's the whole, it's the whole, like, like, it's a lot of like, they give money to dc and dc complies whereas you know we're supposed to have good uh honest politicians that keep everything in check um in an unbiased manner but that's just not what we meanwhile the pelosi's are uh racking up money like tony montana um freaking uh it's like when everybody that's why i always laughed when everybody made a big deal about trump's taxes like I mean, the dude finessed the system, yeah, but he's not the only person on this planet that's finessed the system. And mm-hmm. when Hillary tried to bring it up in their little debate um, back in that first, um, you know, what was it, 2016? Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, <laughs> it was just funny for him to bring up the fact that, you know, plenty of her friends that donate money to her do the same exact thing, and that's why they're able to donate money to her, like, it's just the hypocrisy of it all to me. Like you're, you're, you know, if you're in Elon's position and you have his money, you're not going to be as generous as you say you would be. Like you, right. we all, all know that's not true. Yeah. And then like, remember, like I don't know if you saw, like there was this guy on MSNBC, like when. When Elon bought Twitter, one of the guys on MSNBC was like, what if, like, these, you know, he uses Twitter to suppress certain speech and influence elections and change the discourse? And And I'm like, you mean exactly what's been going on for, like, the last seven years? (laughs) Exactly what's been going on, bro. And what's been proven, and, you know... What's been proven now with the Twitter files, with all yeah. the, you know, Elon giving everything to, um, you know, a handful of journalists. Yep. And completely confirming that everything we ever suspected, that the intelligence community has been using the social media companies as tools of, like, propaganda and, you know, steering the conversation, the national conversation in certain directions and shielding certain things. Yeah, it's crazy how that didn't really blow up the way it should have, you know? Um, I think it did in certain circles, but obviously, like, 
the the words Twitter files has like rarely been said on like all mainstream media platforms. But um like I just don't know how like how important those things like whenever you look at the ratings for like CNN or MSNBC, it's always like, oh yeah, like three hundred thousand people watch TV tonight. And it's like, yeah, Joe Rogan's show is getting like 11, 12, 13 million downloads an episode. <laughs> In one episode, you know? Right. So I just don't know how much longer they're... And that's why they they everything from mainstream media is so toxic. It's so inflamed because they're fighting for their lives, literally. Yeah. Yeah, I never really thought about that. And I guess certain demographics only get that mainstream media, which is why most of them are normally uninformed on a lot of situations. Yeah. Yeah, they're just, like, not as up-to-date, or they have, like, such a... um, Their point of view is so skewed or limited. Um, But I think, like... I'm curious to see how this election goes because of all like the podcasts and you see it like all the candidates are taking advantage of the podcasts. Like I saw, yeah, I honestly can't imagine. I can't wait to see what Tucker is going to be doing during, um, you know, campaign season. I can't, I can't wait to see what that's going to be like. Yeah. I mean, he already embarrassed a whole bunch of candidates at that town hall they did like a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, you know when they were like when he would just start grilling people about Ukraine, you know a bunch of candidates and they're just like towing the party line, they're towing the establishment line, and everybody afterward is like, "Geez, like, you know, Mike Pence is a fucking idiot." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like basically like campaign over, you're done, and uh, it's not even 2024 yet, right? Yeah. Well, I'm saying, man, it's going to be interesting. I just saw today R- RFK did like a podcast with, I guess, a rapper in like a barbershop somewhere in New York. Um, Yeah. I And that's just like super smart. That's just like ingenious level of campaigning. Like you have to do stuff like that. Yeah, but who else is going to do something like that, you know? <laughs> I could see Vivek doing stuff like that. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we saw, we saw him waste his time on the breakfast club. Yeah. Or like, um, he's talked about like, he's, well, I won't, to... say, I won't say that was a waste of time because he actually, he spit facts. He pro- hopefully yeah. woke some of them up in there, even though they seem pretty stubborn or their audience. I mean, the whole yeah, point of going their... on things like that is to reach the audience. Yeah. Um, you know, because whoever watches that podcast of that rapper in New York that, you know, they I saw their channel. They just talk in a barbershop like every episode. So that's a very specific, you know, uh, middle class, lower middle class audience that's going to be watching that type of stuff. And that's important. And I think they talked about. They definitely talked about a, a lot of New York stuff because. Like, uh, Kennedy's help, like, clean up the Hudson River through his, um, lawsuits. Um, and they definitely talked about, he went through, like, a whole bunch of things I heard before. But I can't remember who I heard. Oh, it was on the Patrick Ben David podcast. And somebody made a good point about how the establishment has been, like, killing the middle class for, like, decades now because they, they want, totalitarian rule like triumphs when there is only the rich and the poor and like rfk i've heard him say it a bunch of times is like when you kill the middle class you're killing democracy there's no middle class uh there's no democracy without a middle class yeah yeah they're um and it's feeling like that's what I mean. That's what they've been doing really for the past decade, probably longer. Oh yeah, I mean, oh yeah, I mean, people, you're like my age, your age, like we should be like having homes and there's you know wives and children and all that and yeah, uh, having you know stable jobs. Um, 
like stable jobs that give you a living wage, you know, um, but that's just like non-existent uh, now these days. Like uh, you should like I remember like whenever I hear my parents like, oh, yeah, we went and bought a car for four hundred dollars. Like not even like a brand new car, just like a, we just went to the dealer and bought a ten-year-old car for like four hundred dollars. Yeah, good luck with that shit, boy. And I know there's inflation and blah blah blah, but it's just like the the ability to accumulate and save that kind of money, um, and to be able to like, you know, and I'm sure when they made that purchase, they're like, man, fuck, like I got to spend four hundred dollars, but, um. It just seems like so, like thinking about that just seems so much easier than what we have to deal with today. A hundred percent, bro. I always make jokes um, with with the uh, the OGs. That's what I always call the the older generation. Man, they they're so stuck in their ways, bro. But I always tell them, like, bro, back in your day, at my age. You could have worked at Home Depot and had a whole crib to yourself, maybe even a family. I'm not trying to hear any of that shit, bro. They had it way easier back then. They had it way easier. I don't. All the evidence is there, man. I don't care. I really don't care what they have to say. I mean, I guess we do have technology um, as our advantage more so these this, these days than they did, of course. But still, it's. Like you said, the ability to continue to save that type of money and and keep building on it is not is not there like it used to be, man. You got to really fucking finesse the system, you know, or come up with multiple streams of income to be able to level up in, in the real world. Mm-hmm. 